Welcome back to the Humdrum Drummer. This is week 12. I'm your host, Luke Freeman, and I'm with Luke's Drum Loot and then Grayson Newland, your other host. And as everybody knows, he's with Drum for Sale. Drums for Sale, excuse me. And we've got some exciting stuff to talk about. Grayson, how was your Friday? How are you doing today? Going good, man. Lots of work today, but going good, man. Yeah, I, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, just good week. How about you? Yeah, it's been a week. So, anybody wondering why it's been so long, um, I just finished up my classes and, or I finished, yeah, I finished up my summer class, moved back here. Um, so, I'm back at Murray, at the good old 228. That's my room if anybody wants to send me some fan mail. Uh, just kidding. Um, but we are, I mean, like I said, we're back. Got the classes rolling. Um, uh, let's see. I dropped Calc 3, and instead I'm taking Calc 4. And you're like, well, why would you do that? Um, apparently it's easier, but <laughs> he let us out 30 minutes early today because we finished a lesson that we recovered from yesterday. Um, and he was like, you know what? It's first week. Just have a good one. So we're back. We're early. We got a lot of excitement, um, a lot of good stuff. But unfortunately, that means I did not finish up the Ludwig Psychedelic Red Kit, which I don't think any of our listeners knew about me not finishing but i mean i had a guy call me today and he was he's been really just wanting this kit um and he's like are you done and i was like uh no i moved back he's like well that's okay because i'm also in college so he just i think he's moving back like next week or whatever but he understood and i was like yeah christmas break i promise it'll be done (laughs) he's like he's gonna buy it yeah he he went 2300 bucks he was down for it so and the reason he wants it you know the 12 inches from the 1960s and the rest of the kits from the 70s? Yep. He has a 131622 from the 60s. So he's like, A, I want the kit just because it's a different era. Because it is. I mean, it's different. Um, it has the three-ply clears, which it, everybody loves those from Ludwig. And he's like, but you also have the 12. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I have a, I have a 131622. So he's he really wants it. But he was like, dude, I would 100% rather you just do the job well and like how the rest of the kit looks than just, you know, send it to me and, you know, potential problems down the road come. And I was like, all right. But it's Friday. The Cubs won yesterday. They're winning right now. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, I'm good to go. So, Grayson, what's going on with the website? You said you had some updates. What's going on? I do. The So we opened, you know, anybody listening to the podcast, like, probably is already using the beta or you know maybe not maybe i'm making an assumption but um most of the people i think that listen to the podcast are pretty uh, dedicated followers for both of us so um and friends and family so we've got we launched the beta test close to a week ago or no not a week ago no we launched a subscription model like two and a half weeks ago or three weeks ago, but we launched the beta like less than a week ago. Um, and only to a group of people that had said they wanted to be a part of the beta. Um, and really not even everybody that said they wanted to be a part of the beta. Um, just because like I had some pretty serious businesses that were interested and you know, when it, when it comes to business, if you, if you uh, ruin those, I didn't. What I didn't want to do was like let a bunch of people in, 
that I'm not close with because when they stumble across bugs and little things like like you have and everybody else who's using it, pretty much everybody who's using it has sent me something um, like that, you know, suggestions. And that's that's exactly what this is for. Um, and also to get listings on the page, but um, or on the site. But there's been I mean, I've been blowing up the developers like every single day, just like this, 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 like not necessarily uh, issues, but like suggestions or things that I'd like to change. Um, and then also, you know, we're working through it on mobile and on web or uh, mobile and on desktop. So there's issues that pop up on mobile that don't pop up on web or on uh, desktop and vice versa. So lot that we're working through on that. I mean, I've been keeping them pretty busy. Um, so it's been really cool though. Like, I mean, Luke, you've, you've used it a little bit. What was your experience so far? Um, like you said, I mean, well, I mean, part of the reason I signed up so early and I went ahead and got the silver subscription model. Anybody that's wondering, um, that's right. Part of the reason I got it so early and, and wanted to help Grayson out here is just the trial and error. You know, that's, it's a fun I mean, per, to me, I think it's really fun. I mean, I'm going here for engineering physics, which, as you know, in the engineering side, there's a lot of trial and error to stuff that you do. So getting to help out on that and just kind of, you know, oh, this could be a little smoother here, or I really like this, or, oh, okay, this is really cool. Um, being a part of that is pretty cool. But what I did notice is you took off the, um, the purchase through Drums for Sale. Uh, so now is it just correct me if I'm wrong, but is it pretty much just like a non-sketch Craigslist? I mean, is it just like a like a safe, not scammy Craigslist? Uh, yeah. So yes, the reason I turned off the um, the reason I turned off the buy through drums for sale option was because there a couple things. So like when you're doing web development, like some things are templatized unless unless you come in with a thirty thousand dollar budget like most likely the team you're working with has some templates and some things that they've used on other projects that they're going to kind of use to build yours and especially when you're building a marketplace it's a very niche like section of the internet like probably less than one percent of of websites are marketplaces so because when it comes to a marketplace you actually a normal website you're just building for people to just get on there and consume the content when you're building a marketplace you have to build an entirely separate deal where people can log in they can uh, like with our page you can log in through Facebook or through Google or just your regular email but like ours we have a Google API running in the background which is like what that does is you know Luke you asked the question yesterday like what's the address for um, it's so people can search within a hundred miles of their location. Like, you know, there's plenty of people who don't like shipping and don't want to have stuff shipped to them. Um, one of the people I'm talking to right now down in Austin, Texas, he's a very large seller and pretty much everything he does is just local. He doesn't ship. And I mean, I'm talking to, you know, 50 to a hundred thousand dollars a year, um, in sales and he doesn't ship anything. He does it all local. Well, for someone like him, if he wanted to put, um, local only people can actually search on the page they put in their location and the item or their zip code and then they can search within the hundred miles of their location so like 
the things we're working through, it's like the Google locations and even like even like the Facebook logins and automated emails and like you know when you're when you're building out marketplaces, there's so many there's so many like niche little things that you have to fix and figure out because if you're just building a website so for somebody to go look at, that's really not. I mean, not that that's the easiest thing in the world, um, but it's it's a whole different thing than building a marketplace. And there's not really a lot of people who know how to build marketplaces. So, you know, you're limited what teams you can work for or work with, and then their costs are more expensive than a lot of others because they're so standardized and specialized. But exactly like you said, Luke, like, it's a lot of trial and error. Like, and that's why I've told, I asked people, like, for these first couple weeks, not to put a bunch of listings on the page because like, for instance, we have an issue right now that I'm getting fixed, but it's an issue to do with the price. Well, if that ends up being something where people have to redo their listings, I don't want people to have 10 listings to redo, um, you know, cause that's annoying. And then that starts things off on the wrong foot. People are frustrated cause they have to redo all these listings. Maybe they can just hit the edit button and fix it, but I don't know how it's going to work cause it's a back end thing with code. So, um, there's a lot going on and it's a, it's a stressful process for someone like me. Who's not, I'm not a web builder. That's not anything I'm familiar with. I just kind of have this vision and I'm trying to help make it come to pass. Um, so it's been cool. We've gotten a lot of good feedback, like from people like you, um, you know, we've had people like upswing drums and Weldon drums and Lauren's Emporium. Like we've had uh, Brett, um, in Ohio, he's already, you know, he, he picked out a couple things for us that we needed to, a couple bugs he found for us that we need to get fixed. Um, you know, mul multiple people, it's, you know, every, Mike Feigl, like it's kind of hard to shout out everybody, but, um, so thankful for everybody who is helping us with this build and really helping me build this like thing as a community because, um, you know, there's other places that do marketplaces. There's Sweetwater Gear Exchange and there's Reverb and um, obviously Guitar Center, which you can't post your own stuff there. But um, eBay, of course, Marketplace, Craigslist, OfferUp. And the one thing I really think we want to build that the others don't seem to have is like a community. Because um, there, there is no community. Even like the Sweetwater Gear Exchange Sweetwater's a cool company. I like Sweetwater. But the gear exchange is the exact same fees as everybody else. It's 5% plus 2.5% for payment processing. Um, or actually, Reverb is 7.9%, and they're 7.5%. But, you know, you're still doing that plus paying taxes. So the reason we got rid of the whole purchase through the site option is because if we did that, I, I know I went kind of kind of everywhere to get back to this, but the reason I said all that was the way the, the site was kind of set up originally was like, if you wanted to buy through the site, you had to be set up with Stripe. Um, that's why you'll see when you go to publish a listing, it'll say, first you have to connect with Stripe, whatever, to actually publish a listing, which is wrong. I'm getting that message removed. But um, they had kind of built it in a templatized way to work with Stripe because that was the easiest way to do it um, in a very easy way for the buyer and the seller. However, when you do that, it takes away one of my value adds of not of casual sellers not having to charge sales tax. Um, now, for people who want to charge sales tax, they're more than welcome to 
send a credit card link or an invoice link and say, hey, look, we have to report sales tax. Like, hey, that's that's fine. That's just fine. But for the casual sellers, if we left that option on there, you'd be paying uh, you'd be t paying taxes plus you'd be paying your 1099. And so for us, I don't want to get in the weeds of dealing like sending people 1099s and handling the taxes and sending that to the government. What if I accidentally charge less percentage than I'm supposed to, then I'm on the hook for everything. Like, so we don't want to do any of that. So we're essentially building a non-sketch version of like a digital Craigslist. Like Craigslist is digital, but it was all local pretty much. And we're building a method like you, you'll, you'll notice when you go to list on there, you can actually choose all that apply, all of your shipping or all of your payment options, like uh, Apple Pay, Venmo, Cash App, Zelle, you can shoot, click on all of those so people, when they're looking at your listing, they know, oh, I've got Venmo, I can Venmo them to, to pay, uh, which is honestly the same kind of experience we all had in Facebook groups until Facebook really started burying all of our posts, um, but same kind of experience. So that's what we're building, and you know, thanks to everybody for, for joining and being a part of this beta. Like, bear with me because <laughs> there's a lot that we're working through. My change log, you know, I, I have a change log that I've been writing down, like everything that w we get reported to us and submitting. I'm up to like three and a half pages right now. So it's, uh, it's good though. This is what we want. We want to fix all these, th even little things like somebody that I didn't even notice. Uh, that was like, can't remember who reported it, but oh, it was it was a uh, uh, Jag Jensterbloom, Jeff, Jeff Jensterbloom. I mean, he reported that like when you go to put the weight in for the USPS thing, it only calculates in ounces, not in shipping, or not in uh, pounds. So their goal was to like, oh well, if you put in four hundred and sixty-four ounces, it's pounds and ounces, and I'm like, that don't make any sense. We need to fix that. So like all these little things that I would never notice on my own because there's so many details when you're building a website. Um, the funny thing is like no matter how many issues we find, I, I'd fix probably 50 or 60 before I ever even had the domain live. Like I was building all this stuff in the back end on my, on my own or helping, helping them uh, fix these things that I was finding on my own. Obviously, we're finding more and more, which is good. We want to get them all fixed. So, anyways, and back I hope that answers the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And back to the community thing. I mean, no shot at Sweetwater or anything, but I was on Sweetwater Gear Exchange last night, and I was like, wow, this kind of feels lifeless. And again, it's not a shot at them because I mean, they're a good Indiana company that brings a lot of jobs to Hoosiers, which is really big for our area, you know. But it just felt it felt a little like lacking. I don't, I don't know how to say it, but so hopefully this will be good. Um, but yeah, you said thank you to the, the people listening to this and that's, that's another big part of the community is having a podcast or something like this. And even if we don't have a ton of listeners yet, I mean, we're trying to just drop quality content for you guys. And if you're listening in the, you know, if it's in the future and you're like, well, you know, drumsforsale.com or whatever, that wasn't the correct dot address. Whoa, 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 whoa. I wasn't going to say it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Drumsforsale.co. <laughs> Anybody listening to the podcast, like. Come, come check it out now. Like we just said, it's not done, but come check it out. <laughs> no, I didn't know if I wanted to drop it yet, so that's why I said .com. But uh, yeah, it's all good. Drumsforsale.co, co.co. Somebody, somebody has the drumsforsale.com 
and they want 10 grand for it. Easy money, dude. Come on. I ain't paying 10 grand for a domain. I'll build .co. Sank 2014. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I just wanted to say a little bit of a thank you to um, to our listeners because, I mean, this is part of community. But anyway, we discussed that recently. Uh, just real quick, as probably the last four episodes, I've asked you, Grayson, how's, how's the resale game? Or have you just been busy with the website? Have you had anything in your area? Um, I think I bought... I think I bought... Uh, I bought two symbols a few weeks ago um, and sold them. Uh, honestly, I don't remember. It, the last like month and a half has been nothing but website for me, so not really anything big with me. How about you? Well, I mean, I'm back within 100 miles of Nashville, which is nice, and uh, I just picked up a Pearl Sensitone, which you just listed, and it's on the website for those of you who'd like to check it out. But, I mean, I got the yeah. killer price. I just got a, a, a killer Steve Ferrone, which I didn't re- – that's the Pearl version of Black Beauty, but it has gold hardware. I didn't realize how like quote unquote rare these are now. They're like the ones on reverb are upwards of seven hundred to a thousand dollars. So I will be listing that for less than that, a lot less, probably five forty. Um, and then I got a, a set of Sabian fifteen inches. Um, these are you know Sabian back in the day had a ton of custom shop stuff, but they shut that down in twenty twenty. Um, but their their custom shop here, these are. They look like you, did you ever hear about the HHX Smoky Smoky ride? No, I didn't. Well, it was a it was kind of a kind of a one one off type thing, but they made a decent amount of them. So, but it was it was I think it was a guitar center only thing. I don't know. But um it looks like that lathing, but they are 15 inches and the top is medium, the bottom is heavy, but they they feel great, and they kind of they kind of remind me of Paragon hats without as much bite. Because those Paragon, have you ever played a set of Paragons? Yeah, for sure, dude. They they are meaty, but um, they are. These are kind of lessened uh, ones of those. But anyway, so the topic for today is burnout. I mean, I think everybody's gone through a bit of burnout. Grayson, have you ever been burnt out of anything? Work, school, life, you know, drums All of even. The above. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's exactly it. And the reason I want to talk about this is because I kind of think I got myself a little burned out just this summer between school and working and, uh, uh, you know, just maintaining relationships and gigs every single weekend, once or twice, you know, and going to Florida, we did that, which was great, but it was a stressor, you know what I mean? It was, it was just adding to the pot. And so I feel like drumming at one point for me this summer became a little bit more of a job then it was fun, which as soon as that happens, I feel like you're already on the wrong step. So I posted to I posted to the Yamaha Drum Closet group on Facebook just because I know all those guys really well, um, and I've gotten a ton of really good advice from those guys. But I was like, okay, how do you deal with burnout? And I'm, I'm I kid you not, everybody but like two people was like, take a break, don't look back. I was like, okay. So I mean, Grayson, when you were in when you were in kind of a rut, what did you do? Yeah, I'm. You know, for me, I'm kind of in a unique situation because I've only been I've been the only drummer, um, essentially for my church. Well, anyways, I've been pretty much the only drummer for my church for like 17 years, and we don't have a small church. We have a pretty big church, like you know, a little over 500 people, and we run like four campuses. So. Um, I've been the only drummer really at main campus for a very long time. And so, 
really it was never an option for me to not play. Uh, about three years ago, I stopped playing on our midweek, um, and we, we do have another drummer who plays on midweek, midweek but um, it's been me for all the special services, and uh, we have three services on Sunday that I generally play for. Uh, one at 11 a.m., one at 2 p.m., one at 6 p.m. So it's a long day, and then we have practice throughout the week. So I've never had an option to like just not play for two weeks. Um, and I've never felt like I needed to, but what I have felt like was like, okay, I'm not, I need to take a week off of practice or, um, or whatever. And for me, it's like when I've gone through that, those seasons, the best thing for me is to like get myself to a place where when I, when I feel like I want, like when I do feel like I want to play, to, to play not out of necessity in terms of like, I've got to learn this new song for Sunday or I've got to have this set down, but to just like sit down and noodle and just like turn a metronome on or do some weird time signature, just something that feels fun and it doesn't feel like it's necessity. Like you're talking about, you've been doing a lot with your band this summer and, it, and it's necessity because it's a paycheck and it's a gig and it's a whole group. And I feel that like playing with church and stuff. So for me, usually what I do is just like, if I want to take two weeks off of like practicing or three weeks off, I will. Like there are multiple times that like I'll take two, three weeks off of practicing because right now I have two big thing, two big events that I have to have about 10 new songs down for over the next two months that are pretty big songs. Um, so I'm not really practicing a ton right now, just when I kind of feel like it because, um, you know, don't want to get too burnt out. So that. My thing is like, I just give myself time to not feel forced to play. So when I do feel that inkling to play again, it feels fun and it doesn't feel like a job. I, I once had a drummer tell me, like a church drummer who he gets paid, that's his full-time job. And he said, I used to love drums. It was my favorite thing in the world. Then I started doing it for a job and now I hate playing drums. And I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the guy that like, used to love doing it, but now because it's my only paycheck, I despise it. You know what I mean? And it will never be my only source of income. I get paid to play the drums, but like it can, whether money's involved or not, the importance of having your stuff down because you have to, and it's a necessity can be the same thing as like, it used to be fun, but now it feels like it's a job. So I hope that makes sense. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's a good point. And I think for me with the summer, because it was so go, 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 I just didn't have a time to kind of take a step back and do what I wanted to, um, which I don't, I mean, I don't want to sound selfish or whatever, but when you have multiple weddings, oh, you got to learn these 15 songs in two weeks, or, oh, we're traveling here, or, oh, this gig's an hour and a half away, or just all that stuff. And, I mean, the bass player, me and him, I've known him forever, um, we're pretty good friends and I think he's in the same position and I think he's pretty much ready to just have a nice long break because I mean me and him really were just since we've known each other we've played together for so long we're, we're kind of the difference in what makes the makes us sound good you know what I mean it's like okay they're a cover band yeah. between oh they're a cover band and oh they're a good cover band um but, I mean, just the stuff we're covering, maybe it's a little boring for the both of us. I don't know. But at college, I told him, I was like, guys, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I have a lot more responsibilities. I got to do different stuff. Nothing against you guys. But I, I'm probably going to take a break this semester. And the next gig I'll do is our New Year's one, which is always, you know, it's always a higher paying one. 
just because I have to drive back, you know, two hours, two and a half hours. And the one thing that I noticed is just not having that on the back of my mind, I've been able to relax. And obviously classes hadn't started and I've been moved in here for a while. But, you know, I've been able to, I've been able to read some of one of my favorite books. You know, I'm, I'm going back to the Lord of the Rings, which is a long series, but it's just, you know, it's something I, I don't do. I don't really read anymore. It's been like two years since I've done that. So I'm doing that. You know, I've, I've gotten more gear in my room and it's giving me the, the thought of, okay, maybe we need to play with the band down here and make a little bit of side money. And I've been doing research on investments and stuff like that. And it's just like, I feel like I have a lot more time to actually go back and kind of progress for myself. And I just ordered, you know, obviously you know who Steve Gadd is, but did you know, I think it was about a year ago, he made a book called Gadaments, which is handwritten by him. The original one was at least, everything else was printed. But it's kind of a mix between an autobiography and a um, rudiment type book. And Grayson, you know me, I'm not a rudiment player. But my left hand is kind of weak. So I was like, you know, I might as well, this book's 17 bucks or whatever. I got it on sale. Um, I have a practice pad down here with me. It just came in today. I was like, you know, I might as well actually try to make a real technique and kind of try to not force creativity, but just kind of open my mind in terms of playing. Because everybody gets in a in a rhythm and in a, in a cycle, and sometimes that can, you know, bury you to the axles and become a, become a rut and the one thing Mm -hmm. that i that i got out of that that facebook post that i made is a lot of guys were like hey you know i'm a full-time musician i was just coming off of my eighth tour um in the last three years and then covid hit and i was forced to go home he said and i and one guy specifically said i didn't even touch the drums for another like six months and he's like i just whenever i wanted to i just went to a practice pad and started making my own technique and i think that was really great advice because you know, I was just I was kind of sick of even looking at the drums. And it's only been two weeks since that happened, which you're like, well, why has your attitude changed so much? And I think it's because I've been away from it. But I don't know if that makes sense. But, I mean, I'm ready, oh, to, meet, I'm ready to meet people down here and start exploring in terms of music, you know? One thing, one thing too, for me that, like, I learned over the last probably four years, it hasn't been something I've known for long, but, like, thing i've learned for like the next four or over the last like four years in terms of burnout is like when i when i look at a drum set and i'm like okay i really don't want to play um which isn't super often but when it does happen and i'm like okay I, like i'm feeling pressured like when you you know especially when you have events coming up for you it's wedding gigs for me it's like church events like when we have bigger events we're having this thing uh we're having this event next sunday called all nations and you know people are coming representing the different nations of the world and so we're doing songs and you know a couple songs are in different languages and one of them is like a full-blown like latin beat and i'm not a latin beat guy it's really pushed me and it's like stretched me as a drummer because it's a very different way than i normally play um and you kind of have to rewire your entire brain like so it kind of like was pushing me and i was like man i like I felt like a lot of pressure and then I kind of got it down and uh, you know, I felt better about it. But like when I, when I've gotten into these kind of situations before where I get to a point where I'm like, I know I need to get it done, but I just really don't want to. Um, One thing that I've learned has really worked for me is like working on drums. Like uh, 
I usually have project kits or like a project kit or snare or something like laying around that needs some love and attention. And like right now, last week, for no reason, just we were over over by there. My wife and I, we went to a music go round um, and I bought an $80 PDP MX kit and it's it's a 12, 14, 22. And it's like somebody stripped it. Um, and I looked at it and I was like, and all the hardware's there. So I was like, man, one, I'm a big fan of PDP anyways, but two, I'm like, for 80 bucks, I've got a whole project kit and all the hardware's here. So like I can paint it, I can wrap it if I want, like and do whatever. And for 80 bucks, like that's a really cheap kit, but I kind of look, it's it, right now it's just sitting in the garage, but whenever I get that time or that energy, like I, I want to work on a drum set, I've got one to work on. And like, I like cleaning drum sets, like taking the hardware off, cleaning, cleaning and buffing the shells, cleaning the hardware, changing the heads, like, and I, I'm not like pity bones in terms of like, he does every little nook and cranny. I, I don't get to that level, but for me, taking it apart, cleaning it, putting it back together, making it shine, making it sound good to me, it, it's fun. And it kind of like, when I get done with them, I'm like, okay, I spent all this time like fixing them. I want to play them now. Like, and it, and it kind of like jump starts my desire to play again, if that makes any sense. So th that's one thing too, for me is like, I've found that actually working on the drums, even changing the drum heads will make me want to play again. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, like we're both saying, um, just kind of doing stuff that you enjoy helps out a lot. I mean, and I, this is, <laughs> I know I keep going to things that aren't drums, but I mean, I've <laughs> This is, I don't even know how to how to put this, but my neighbor, he had this leather bag, um, kind of like the one that you posted that reel of where the guy put his hardware in, like the golf bag. Oh, yeah. And he had it leaning up against his trash can, and I was like, oh, sweet, here we go. I'll sell this on eBay or use it as a hardware bag or whatever. And inside there was, like, a full set of golf clubs, but they're from, like, the 60s. Um, and I was like, all right. So, I mean, I've actually, I've recently kind of picked up golf. It's just another hobby, but I'm telling you my desire right now to, to play the drums is so incredibly high. And I mean, I don't even, that Steve Gadd book hasn't even come in yet. It's, I mean, it's somewhere, but it's on the way. Um, but I'm just, I, you know, I'm excited to try to, I guess, relearn a style or an actual, like, I, you know, I play the drums and I'm self-taught or whatever, but I don't, I've never had a lesson in my life, but I I, you know, I just feel like I'm playing them. I kind of want to master them, which is a huge burden. You're not a burden, but it's a huge journey. And, you know, no one ever really masters it or whatever. But I just, you know, I want my left hand to be stronger. You know, I want to have better doubles or whatever so I can play across the kit. But um, I, you, you know what I mean, though? It's like I play the drums, but I really want to play the drums. Um, oh, I got you. Which again, both of us are not really rudiment guys at all. But there's ne it never hurts to try to strengthen your left hand. That's that's you know what I've you know what I've realized though is like although I've never considered myself like a rudiment player, the more I've learned about rudiments, like I already play them naturally. I just don't realize that that's what they are. It's just like they kind of flow. Like I do a lot of singles, but also like the way I move my doubles when I'm doing a roll, um, or the way I do snare inflections like when i'm when i'm doing of a fill 
I've noticed that peri- or uh, not periodicals, but uh, well, yes, periodicals, but rudiments are present. I just didn't necessarily train my mind to do that because I've never been like um, a marching player or anything. I-, I played in sixth grade, but you know, what's funny is I've recently found we have a couple guys, uh, Nick. I don't know how to say his last name, Nick Reaver or Herrer, Reaver, something. Him and Paul Lack, um, both really good pals of mine. They're both really top-level marching players, and I had no clue. Like, Paul apparently was, like, he's endorsed by, like, by Remo um, and was leading one of the best, to my knowledge, he was leading one one of the biggest uh, drum corps in the nation for a while. And then Nick, he's really into marching and stuff, too, which is pretty cool, and... I had no clue because I've never, I've never, honestly, I've never practiced on a practice pad, man. I like, I would rather practice on a pillow. I, that's just me. I, I don't know why, but I, I play on a pillow. I have probably four practice pads that have come with different deals that I've bought over the years. I never use any of them. I've never used a practice pad. Well, you tune your snare like you're hitting a pillow. <laughs> I yeah, don't. I do. That's too. Go ahead. It's because I got them. I got them. Uh, I got them arms that you ain't got. <laughs> yeah, you got some. You got some gorilla arms, dude. No, I'm just playing. But anyway, I uh, no. I mean, you know, I tune my stuff a little bit higher. But I don't know. I think maybe just the the thought of having a pad and just kind of changing it up is more of what I'm looking forward to. Like this podcast, I was sitting in class today. I was like, man, you know, I'm I'm really kind of getting excited for it. Just talking about your website or talking about this or maybe trying to help out people that are going through burnout because i know a lot of people did and dang near every november i do just with you know school getting built up and whatnot but i you're gonna love this i recently bought or not i i didn't excuse me last year my dad bought a um a dolly from harbor freight and it turns into like a cart and it's really really cool but it was like 60 bucks which is really not a lot for a nice dolly and I mean, this thing holds my entire drum set in one go. So I'm ready. You know, I've got these things in cases. I'm packed up. I'm ready to play a gig down here, which I've not said in a long time. And it's just, I straight up think it's because I haven't played drums in two weeks. I think that's what it comes down to. And a lot of people, the problem is a lot of people, they, um, um, they, uh, I mean, they'll, they'll take a break and not come back at all. But I think a break is very good in this situation so i think grayson i think you have to go but you said you have one more thing you had to do or had to yeah start? no i i wanted to say one more thing real quick um and then yes i actually i i have a meeting with the developer people right now that just kind of popped up but yeah no i i wanted to say like for you only like you got it dude like you're newer in your drumming journey like you've been around for playing for you know, five years or whatever, maybe longer, but like more committed for like three years. Um, bro, you've had a lot of opportunities in a really short amount of time, um, more than most people who've played for a really long time. So um, you went from zero to 100 pretty quick. So, you know, if you're feeling that burnout, man, um, just find that way to find that way to just love being a drummer again. Like sometimes I get too businessy too. Like I'm like, or sometimes I get too businessy and I'm like, oh, what can I sell this for and all that. And then sometimes I'm like, you know what? Forget all that stuff. Let's just play the drums, not worry about what the cost is, how much I can sell it for, like all that. Let's just play the drums and have some fun. And 
I think you and I maybe both do the same thing sometimes. So wanted to say that, but going to hop off here and um, to this uh, call. So I'm just going to mute myself, Luke, just in case that would screw up the recording in any way. So I'm just going to mute myself and uh, do what you need to do, okay? All right, I appreciate that. And uh, just one more thing, though, for everybody, is I think that me and Grayson are going to get back onto more of a schedule. So thank you guys for listening, and thank you for, like, staying up with it. But I'll probably, you know, say a couple more words. But, all right, we yeah, will, we'll see sure. you, Grayson. Thanks for, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate you guys. I'm muting myself, so you, you keep going, Luke. All right, but anyway, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna try to hop on more of a week by week schedule. Um, I mean, I think last week or last year I was going home a lot in terms of college. I was just driving back, and I think that adds to the burnout is because I was driving back twice a month. Yeah, probably twice a month, and it's two two and a half hours depending on what gig we're going to. You know, and this year I'm gonna, you know, come back here and pretty much stay for a while. Um, but there's a lot of relationships to maintain a lot of responsibilities a lot more stuff so i think my goal is just to you know fall back in love with drumming which is i think it's already coming because i mean i'm i'm already talking about it you know what i mean um but yeah if anybody's struggling with burnout you know go ahead and text either one of us both of our accounts will we i mean we love talking to the people listening to this but um yeah so cool um yeah we have tons of gear for sale Grayson's website's coming along I'm ready to gig <laughs> that's about it for week 12 uh, I know it's a little bit shorter of an episode but you know we both got stuff to do I've got a lot of homework anyway but uh, thanks everybody for listening bye bye